Hi everyone, welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. Check out our latest Long Talk episode where we discuss how Ukrainian state functions during the war. To support production of such episodes as well as our daily show, subscribe to our Patreon following the link in the description to this episode. Thank you for your support. My name is Artem and here is the news. For 691 days, Ukraine stands strong against the forces of the Russian invasion. Yesterday, President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky took part in the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. In his speech, Zelensky said that Putin's aim is war and not only in Ukraine, he wants to spread it beyond. The President of Ukraine stressed that it is better to support Ukrainian warriors to put an end to Putin and his war strategy now. At the same time, Zelensky is sure that Putin's ambitions are doom-laden and even his partners in North Korea and Iran are simply taking advantage of his madness, while he still has the technology and resources to pay for them. No one believes in his future or invests in it, said the president. The head of state also criticized the speed with which Ukraine had been provided new types of weapons, due to the fear of escalation. Quote, but then weapons arrived and there was no escalation. Because of this don't escalate, time was lost. The lives of many of our most experienced warriors who fought since 2014 were lost. Some opportunities were lost, unquote. Zelensky said that he is grateful for sanctions imposed against Russia, but they too were delayed because they faced storms of threats from Moscow. And in the end, those limitations don't even block Russia's missile production. At the same time, the head of state expressed hope that this year a strong decision will be made and frozen Russian assets, sovereign and oligarchic, will be directed towards defense against the Russian aggression and for a construction of Ukraine. Zelensky stressed that this year can be decisive and any reduction in support adds years to the war. According to Reuters, French President Emmanuel Macron announced his future visit to Ukraine in February to finalize a bilateral security guarantee agreement, reports Ukrainska Pravda. Among other things, the agreement will envisage that Paris would deliver more sophisticated weaponry to Kyiv, including long-range cruise missiles. At the same time, Macron said that some 40 Skalp long-range missiles and several hundred bombs will be delivered in the coming weeks. He promised that Europeans would in the coming weeks ramp up their production for Ukraine so it could continue to defend itself against Russia, because Moscow could not be allowed to defeat Ukraine, otherwise the security of Europe would be put at risk. We would really appreciate if you could recommend us to your friends and family as well as share information on social media. This way more people would learn about the podcast and truth about Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Polish carriers lifted the blockade of the border with Ukraine, reports Zahidnet. The protesters agreed to leave the blockade until 1st of March. Meanwhile, they will continue negotiations with the Polish government on how to protect their interests against the Ukrainian carriers. The blockade started in November last year. Polish carriers claim that the EU permission for Ukrainian carriers to operate in the Union without quota had a negative effect on their business and demand to resume regulation on this matter. During the blockade, Ukrainian media reported cases when humanitarian assistance and goods for the military were unable to cross the Polish border into the country. 
a video supposedly showing Bihusin 4 investigation media project staff members abusing illegal drugs at a New Year party were posted online on 16th of January, reports Suspilne. The video features wiretapped phone calls about purchase of different drugs and video of their alleged consumption. Denis Bihus, who runs the project, released a video message apologizing. He said that regrettably some of the team had violated the project's principles and tough changes would follow, but the project is already looking for new camera operators. MP, head of the Freedom of Speech Parliamentary Committee Yaroslav Yurchishin emphasized that a journalist's certificate cannot be the basis for violating the law. At the same time, Yurchishin added that covert filming, leaking videos and pressure on the media are also unacceptable. According to him, it is necessary to find out who was spying and for what purpose. Later, Denis Bihus commented on the situation with covert filming and wiretapping. He claimed that the editorial team had been under surveillance for about a year and that snatches of intercepted conversations had been edited together from several episodes that occurred months apart. Bihus said that he roughly imagines how much money was invested into this operation. Quote, this doesn't look like a spontaneous act of revenge for a specific investigation. This is systematic, long-term surveillance and harassment to discredit the team's work. Unquote. Thank you for listening to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast. We are a commercial initiative of just two people and we need your help to grow. Share information about the podcast, rate us in the app, subscribe to our Patreon. With your support, we are getting better. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.